Hey everybody, this is Alex Coper from Scratchy Records, Broken Headphones. I'm back in Orono, giving you another fresh round of content for the next few weeks, all the way till May, uh, here in Orono. I was in Boston last week. Uh, I interviewed my friend Greg. If you haven't listened to that episode, listen to it after this one. Um, there is no chronological order here. It's not like we have like a radio serial going on uh, where Mrs. Bachelor killed Mr. Deer in the room. Um, so yes... My guest this week, Noah. How are you tonight? Um, hi. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing all right. Um, what's today's Thursday? Today is Thursday. Yes. Um, a little warmer today. Yes. Um, yeah, it's dark outside though. Um, can't yeah. see anything right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm blind after seven o'clock. But it's better than like when the sun goes down at like four during the winter, and you're like, come on. I yeah. have a five o'clock class. Yeah. I can't. I can't function. <laughs> I feel like midnight half the time. It's true. Yeah. No. I um. Let me tell you. Winter comes rolling around, and I don't. I don't know. I just. I feel so unmotivated, and it's cold. Yeah. Um, the wind chill screwed me up mm. fiercely today. Oh yeah. It was. I was take. I was work out working out. Quote. <laughs> end quote. Uh, I was walking around the track at the Alphonde and like the wind chill picked up even worse. And I was like, fuck this. I did, I wanted to do like 30 minutes of just walking and I only did like 20. I was like, screw this. It's too cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the track is blue if I'm not, if I'm not wrong. Is yeah, no, right? it's, it's blue. Yeah. It's like a it's light blue. blue. They yeah. need to redo it because there's like dips and shit. Yeah. Uh, especially for the track and field people. Hopefully blue. they don't. Take a knockdown. Yeah. So. Shout out to Humane Track and Field. Shout out there. We're supporting them. This yeah. is a shout out to the Humane Track and Field. We so. got we got our eyes on <laughs> you guys. We've got eyes on your got on you guys, and you got your eyes on the prize. So technically, our eyes are also on the prize. Yeah, uh, kind of in indirectly, our eyes on the prize. Uh, once again, Humane for Track you and guys. Field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So you host Jams and Jellies Fridays, three to five p.m. That's correct. Yeah, yep. And this is your second show, third show? Uh, I'm a junior. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I guess it's my second show. Second you know, show? I, uh, ju- I, all I did was change the name, so I guess you could say it's Noah 2.0. Look at that. Um, y- yep. That's New me. name, <coughs> same game. Uh, that's what I say uh, <laughs> um, every, every time it's a... My top of the hour kind of go to. I'm like, you're listening to my show. The name of the, I forget what you said, but um, I remember when I'm on the air. Yeah. Uh, name of the game. New new, new name. Day, same new game. Name, same game. <laughs> right yeah. here. And uh, what well, your first show was originally called? Uh, it was a Friday Night Frenzy. Friday Night Frenzy. That was what I remember. Um, yeah. Because when I first heard of the show, I was like, Friday Night Frenzy. What goes on there? And then I listened to it, and I was like, Holy shit! This is amazing. Friday Night Frenzy, great name, FNF. You should trademark that. If anyone uses it, you can sue their ass to get that money. Yeah, but you know, I hadn't put that, put that, I hadn't thought of that personally. But yeah. you know, you gotta grab what you know. You gotta, you you gotta take your stake in the world. You know, you gotta own exactly. own the names you can own. You know, may, maybe I don't use it anymore, but I I do want to make sure no one else can. Do you think someone copyrighted copyright? I think it's legit. I don't think so. Um, I'm going to say nobody copyrighted copyright. Hmm. Um, 
Looks like I have my plan for this summer. <laughs> Copyright. You're gonna copy. you're gonna patent the patent office. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna patent all the patents so I get all the patents. Um, now, jams and jellies. You focus on a variety of music. Uh, obviously, mostly alternative because that is one of the big reasons that WMB, uh, one of their goals here, is to play more. You know, anti not anti mainstream, but music that you don't hear on top forty. You know. Right. Yeah. That's uh. That's what we usually say around around the WMB parts that it's fills the niche and mm -hmm. here you'll hear stuff here where you don't where you won't hear it anywhere else i guess yeah um, yeah that's more or less uh, my aim mainly stuff under the indie umbrella mm -hmm. is usually how i describe it um it's uh can be pretty far reaching depending on the direction i'm feeling um i usually try to uh, theme each show kind of around a genre whether it's like uh, more contemporary indie rock stuff that's come out like within the past few years or whether it's a uh, like early 90s like shoegaze or dream pop or you know noisy stuff maybe it's more uh, kind of mellow or like introspective droney like nine minute songs or whether it's more kind of like post-punk where things are like high tempo like energetic mm -hmm. i guess for the car ride um yeah uh lyric uh, one of the other DJs around around this station. He's yes. got he's got a show seven to nine yep. uh, on Fridays. Um, he kind of got me into electronic music, so I tend to fill a large chunk of my show these days with house or techno and stuff like that. Again, similar similar feel. I, I still kind of aim for a kind of chill kind of vibe. I guess I don't know. I um. I don't know, the, the the mood of the show tends to kind of, I don't know, it tends to be just kind of what I'm looking to listen to myself around Friday afternoon when I'm kind of done with classes and I just kind of want to more or less unwind with some kind of chill music. I used to play, when, it, when I was on the Friday Night Frenzy, I did play a lot more kind of upbeat music and it was definitely part of my shtick was to kind of, I don't know, honestly kind of annoy people in some sense, but... Um, but in a good way. I mean, mm -hmm. I think the the un the unofficial motto of my show is uh, music you didn't know you liked. Um, Interesting. So yeah. How do I? That's kind of how I tend to do my digging when I'm looking for music. Because like I don't know, I like to like to think that I'll provide something maybe you haven't heard before, but maybe maybe you do like. Yeah, you know. definitely. Yeah. That that's a good, you know, like you said, a niche to, to fill, especially your niche of, um, how many times am I going to say niche tonight? Uh, it's a good word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Pee Wee Herman, like the secret word is niche every time we hear it. It's like, ah! <laughs> um, um, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Pee Wee at all? I've Pee Wee's Playhouse from the 80s? That show was like the bougiest of all TV shows when we were I, kids. I did not grow up in the 80s. Uh, me neither. I'm just saying the VHSs were lit. Oh, right, yeah. He uh, he wore a gray suit and he bicycled. Yeah, and the real-life guy, Paul Rubens, is, like, kind of nuts as well. He kind of got into some weird shit in his own days. Fame got to his head, but he's still... Right. I mean, Netflix just released a mo another Pee-wee movie, which is insane, but... Anyway, <laughs> going back to uh, what you just talked about, um, obviously, 3 to 5 p.m., that's when uh, especially students are just getting out of high school... Um, I really hope 
there are, who knows, maybe middle schoolers are listening to WMEV. Um, hopefully not after 10 when we can, you know, be uncensored. Yeah, go um, to bed. But obviously, like, high school students, college students, I'm out of class at 2 anyway. So yeah. I can I can relate to people who are, like, leaving school or on the road home. And, you know, they come across 91.9 FM. And, you right. know, it's not Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. It's not a Chainsmoker song. It's something new and something different, like you said, in a good way. Sure. Um, how I sort of see Friday nights, because I'm at 10 to midnight, 3 to 5 is feel-good music or just, you know, music just, like, set back because now the weekend's ahead of you. So right. Jams and Jellies comes into that. Sure. Uh, and then Cats, Fanny Pack Fridays. 5 to 7. Brings that up to another level. Yeah. And then music that I found on my uncle's USB lyric, right. seven to nine, gets his looking to you know, crack some skulls. Yeah, he's looking to beat some boys and girls up. Just kidding. There's no yeah. real physical violence. No physical. L- violence. Lyric would not hurt a fly. He is a very harmless man. <laughs> I will have him on the show in a few weeks. Sure. Um, but what happens when we get to what happens when we get to 10 p.m. What happens when we get to 10 p.m. Oh. Don't mean to brag, but uh, <laughs> the franchise player comes into play. <laughs> franchise player has been sitting on the bench. He finally comes in, goes 30 for 40 uh, in passing attempts. Uh, that's a football reference for all you nerds out there. RIP Gronk's career, 2010 to 2018. It was a good run. Um, but, yes, franchise show, for me, I just go all out. I don't try and play too, too much. Um, like, I'll play upbeat stuff, but I'm not... I've never been into, like, excessive, like, heartbeat, you know, 90 beats per minute, right. going crazy. Uh, I will if I'm in, like, that pissed-off mood and I just need to, you know, cut a promo. Yeah. Um, but I like what you brought up about um, just lo- just digging and just and not just trying to find, oh, this song just popped up on my recommended. Like, actually looking through our library here or online i know a lot of people are doing more online stuff true yeah, you know? yeah. i do uh plenty of my digging online yeah um yeah i mean back to the fridays i mean i've always said fridays are the best days here at wmeb yeah and i i'll fight any other day for that i'll, yeah, I'll take any other dj from a wednesday <laughs> what a wednesday i used to be out. a wednesday i'm not gonna lie it was an okay day Right, but Fridays, I feel like I'm on the Super Bowl winning team now. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's just a, a lineage of royalty throughout yes. the day, morning to night. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, you just you feel bigger walking into the station. You walk you know? ten feet taller. Right, Fridays, there's just a confidence. You know, you're passing the baton. Point. Point, point. And don't forget, we have a show <laughs> in between Lyric and I for an hour. Really. With the Sonic Sentinel. Uh-huh. He's a new DJ. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have that hour-long, you know, little transition period, and then boom, the franchise player comes in. Yeah, an hour-long, you know, gives you just enough time to think you're feeling comfortable. And then yeah. Just shift the gears a little bit more. You know? Yeah. And and what I like the most, especially, is like, it goes, Noah, Cat, Lyric, boom. We got the two, the three three big players in the house. Sure. And then we got Sonic Sentinel, another up-and-coming player. And then your MVP <laughs> comes in. <laughs> Going to keep shamelessly plugging that. 
but no, jams and jellies, I, I will say that you have a prime spot, like I said, because people are just getting out of class. Or there are those newbies that have a three to four o'clock class. Oof. Nerds. Um, that, you know, are probably just getting out of their car and like, oh, that was such a good song. And then they probably skip that class to listen to the rest of the show. I've gotten plenty of calls. Nice. Um, I'm jealous of that. I've probably gotten three calls in my life. Yeah. No, um, I guess I've never actually gotten a call from anyone saying they were skipping their class. Rewind there. Did you just lie under oath? Oh, uh, well, I didn't specifically say what what the calls mm, were about. I the just record I... states that you lied under oath. Every <laughs> little known tip, ladies and gentlemen. You'll never catch me. We take an oath before recording. Last week, you heard the oath live when I made Gregory take the oath. I said, Gregory, do you tell the, swear to tell the whole truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth? And he goes, no. And I said, take the stand. You said yes. <laughs> you just lied under oath. Honor, I rest my case. Oh, yikes. Um... Yeah, I wanna. I I wanna thank my family. Um. <laughs> the bailiff comes in. All right, time's up. Uh, but you were you talking about calls, which are right. Kind of a nice, kind of bumps up your uh, dopamine. You're like, oh my god, someone's listening. If they're positive, yes. Yes, that is true. I've I, gotten one negative call. Really, I've never yeah. gotten a negative call before. It wasn't like a negative call. It was more like, hey. uh... Your, your show's cool, but um, I don't think you're good for late nights. Late nights are made for uh, dark indie. And I was like, oof. Uh, thanks, dude. This is my this was my freshman year show. This was throwback. Oh, my Central. God. Back when your, your ego was fragile. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I've always had an ego. Um, <laughs> but, no, it, it, it was kind of st- – it was like my third show. And this guy just calls up, and I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God. I got my very first yeah, call, yeah. and it was all, it was Saturdays ten to midnight, yeah. and man, I wasn't I was strictly playing a lot of soul, uh, clean rap. Sure. Uh, I played a little gospel. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I was thinking I was yeah. going through my Kanye phase again. Sure, you know him. Definitely and crafting a vibe. And yeah, this guy just called up and he's like, "Yeah, y- your show's great, but he's like, I'd rather listen to this on like a Sunday morning, which I can understand." Sure. There's a lot of playlists that I see that are like Sunday morning soul. I get that. Right. But he didn't like how it's like late night. So, I don't um, know. Well, where, where's, where else am I gonna go? <laughs> you cock. <laughs> Christ, I, I, I'm, you know, uh, and I didn't get heated. I was like, uh, thanks. Did you? And then I was gonna ask, did you want to put in a request? But I knew that was out of left field. I said, well, thanks. I'll try and. Put in a good word, <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, have a good night." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." I, oh, man. I hung up, and my friend Dylan was sitting next to me, and I go, "What a prick!" <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? And he's yeah. like, he's on his phone because he doesn't talk as much, and he's like, "What happened?" <laughs> I said, "Some guy just said I have a great show, but I shouldn't be on this late." And he goes, "Whatever, socks are winning." I'm like, "Great," because it was spring training. Well, that sounds very lively. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> thanks for your support. Dude's now. The, it's gonna be a great story four years from now when I'm telling <laughs> Noah in my podcast. You planned it. You kind of had a flash. Yeah. Either that's a Raven moment. I was like, <gasps> I gonna, can see into the future. I'm gonna tell this random kid that I'm gonna meet like three years later. <laughs> this whole experience. So. Oh my god. Yeah, because uh, the when you get a phone call in the studio, there's like a flash of light. So that yeah. flash of light was accompanied with a quick, a quick little vision to the future where you kind of didn't see it, but. But the feeling of having seen it 
came to you in a real, real intense it moment. It was it was a religious experience. We'll tell you that. Yeah. Would you um, would you say it's it's like a little uncanny now to be reliving that experience? Uh no, I think it's a big letdown because <laughs> I honestly thought that guy would still be around. He seems sound like a young guy. Sure. You know, maybe our age or you know, in the college yeah, you know generation. Sitting in a car. But he never called again. Yeah. And a little part of me was glad. Uh, another little part of me thinks that he was just trying to bust someone's balls. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I didn't really take it to heart. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cried it? myself to sleep for the next yeah. three weeks. But, but like, you kind of missed his call, you know. <laughs> shout out to Wish It Was Sunday Morning guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I could I could have done that. Like, yeah, to the guy who just called, uh, screw you, man. <laughs> but I great if it was... Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope everyone thinks it's Sunday morning, but it's Saturday night. My music's boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just become so self important. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, thanks for listening to my show. I hope you liked it. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a shame that to... my show doesn't go for another 10 hours until yeah. it's Sunday morning. Right, guys? And we're what? all hating this together. <laughs> just put in sound effects. What? <laughs> um, but... Yeah, but my first, he was the first call. I did get, like, sort of a call. My first official call was a man asking if another show was still on the air, like, in general. Okay. Yeah. He was like, yeah, is, like, Irish Morning still out? Like, some weird, like, name. He goes, is Irish Morning still on? I'm like, I don't know. I'm new. And he's like, oh, click. <laughs> Thanks. Who and when, is this dude? And the and the, when the light flashed, I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what no, is it's, that? It's a very encompassing light. It uh, you can't really hide from that the weird flash in the booth. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, dude. That's a weird call to get. I yeah. mean, like just a a reference call. Just trying to the the dude was just sitting around Saturday. Who at, knows like, what 10 he was doing? PM. Yeah. Just like. Also, by the way, is this is this other show is it on ever and you're just like well what do i what am i supposed to do man i'm doing my show i'm here <laughs> for me right now this is me time this is two hours of my music my talking you're calling here scaring the shit out of me yeah so. you know what wmb is i put the me in wmb okay I've heard that too. Yeah. yeah, people do say that. About every me. two every two hours, it's someone else's me time. Yeah, look at that. I have control over the music. Yeah, no, that no. is played on the station, unless of course someone else, like someone higher up has a problem with it. But I don't think so. I'm your MVP for God's sakes. I mean, I self christian this power. <laughs> I was self given this power by myself. I like. It's that. not a selfish thing. It's yeah. a me thing. <laughs> if that makes sense. So. That's but. a, you know, it's a lot. That's the good energy to have around the station. That's the positive vibes. WMEB is a station of confidence. Uh, you said know. that tw- you've said that three like twice now, and I I'm questioning. Are you being forced to say this? I'm push- I'm not pushing the <laughs> agenda. I have no agenda. <laughs> Are I, you being paid? Is this a payola? Is someone <laughs> paying you this? <laughs> I don't have to answer that. <laughs> you are under oath, sir. I will tell you that. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, cool. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I can probably quit it with the confidence. You start taking <laughs> your headphones off. Yeah. So. <laughs> I yeah. wish I could chat. Thanks, more. Alex. I'll see you later. <laughs> Close the door. Run away. Um, but yeah, that uh, whole essence of, I don't know, 
confidence for me at least because I've always I've always sort of seen myself being like I have ideas but I'm too much of a, a wimp to like try and expand on it or you know I mean, the only thing I really expand is my my waist because I eat a lot another yeah another self-depraved joke self-depraved self isn't that a sexual term shit I just mis- I just mispronounced something I make fun of myself haha <laughs> so Self-deprecating? Self-deprecating. Self-depraved. What the fuck is wrong with me? I gotta go <laughs> I back. am depraved of self. <laughs> I have no self. I just start my eyes start <laughs> popping out of my head. I just don't spend enough time with me, you know? Yeah. Listen, I'm in Maine. The initial's me. The first place That's I That's a really go good to. point. <laughs> See? Everything connects back to me. But there is a sign in the stu- Studio A where we uh, DJs are always in to uh, play their music. DJ Cobra is WMB's MVP. I don't know who put it up there. It says not DJ Cobra, so the guy honestly knew what he was doing. Uh Uh-huh. But I have an idea of who it is. Yeah, I've seen that sign, too. Um, When I I first read the first part uh, that DJ Cobra is the MVP, my my first reaction was to say, DJ Cobra wrote that. But then my (laughs) eyes moved down the page, and I was... I uh, quickly readjusted in my belief because it uh, it notified me that it was actually not DJ Cobra who wrote that. So I mean, I you know. can't argue with that. You um, know what the craziest thing is? What that guy's got the same handwriting as me. Can't figure it out. It's like no. it's like my us duo, like clone. No. Yeah, Jordan Peele. I'm I haven't like, seen us. <laughs> me neither. Uh, I want to. Though. I've seen the trailer, um, but pretty fucked up, but in a in a cool way. Jordan Peele's making. Some break. He's breaking some ground. I like it. I like. I mean, I'm not really big into horror films or you know psychological thrillers and such, but it's insane how well he can do it without pushing it too much. Yeah. Um, like Get Out. That wow. was a good movie. That was an experience. Um, but yeah, so I honestly don't know who wrote that sign, but no one took it down. I didn't want to take it down because then, you know, that just yeah. Because if be you took it myself. down, people would think that you had a part in it you know yeah like oh he's trying to cover up what he did yeah accomplice i blackmailed myself yeah so you're not going to touch it to prove your innocence yeah i'm not gonna tell hey whoever touches it it's on them right i'm trying to get someone's uh like a like an fbi agent to scan any fingerprints on it yeah we'll see what pops up yeah blood sample yeah (laughs) but i mean (laughs) the confidence for me though it's not like i'm you know, I'm I'm I like to see myself as a very considerate person. Like when I'm seeing talking to other DJs, I'm not like, yeah, well, what I do is that like I let the D- I let them do what they got to do. They talk about what they're passionate about on the station, what the music their music taste is, what they like to play. I just sort of just say that MVP thing just to give me a character, just to give me some presence. So when I am on air and be like, hey, it's the MVP of the station, you know, it's not anything mean to anyone i don't want anyone i really hope anyone at the station who's listening right now doesn't think this is me being just an egotistical dick like i I, i'm just it's just a character it's not anything you know like that that's good you cleared that up (laughs) yeah a lot of djs have been coming to us saying like you know we've had a pretty good track record uh why aren't we the MVP? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you guys are keeping track. Is what there is a this? form to fill out to be in the running? Uh, like I, I, I play some good music. I <laughs> is get there a some, picnic? <laughs> I I like to think I get a lot of listeners. So like, <laughs> you know, that's that's just some of the 
Understandable. Understandable. Uh, we get messages from DJs. A DJ has left us a letter. Uh, they actually wow. Yeah, they dropped it off at the station. Uh, get occasional Sign? phone calls. Wow. Um, I didn't know the station had a. I didn't even know the station had an address. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we do. We do have an address. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter in the the closet. It's like the toughest address to fill out. No, I'm kidding. It's like, isn't it like Memorial Union, but like. WMV. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's like a, a bunch of there's a couple extra numbers. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I work at the station. Right, you are. Get, I'm a music director. You're the music one of two music directors. Yeah, with lyric. Uh, yeah, we get we get CDs every day, and they get mailed to us. So, right. Needless to say, I know a lot about mail. Yes. You do, sir. I, I've signed for mail. Yes. Don't we all? Do you get stuff at the Cubby? No. WMB doesn't get any big packages? No. Um, we get stuff. There's like a special office mail thing. Oh. Second Going floor. Going deep into the secrets of the university. Yeah, there's like a, there's a, a really nice lady who works at the help desk up there who's also kind of the, the secret monitor of the mailbox mm. and stuff. So like any... Anybody who works in the union, they get their mail there, and they have to go through her to get it. So They have to, like, throw a 20 at her. Hey, can I get my mail? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, can you? It's pretty intense, actually, because you'd think that the help desk would just be in the middle of the union to, you know, be a, a desk where people can go for help. Or to help you. But it, it's, it's weirdly enough, you go up the stairs, and you have to go down a, a weirdly dark alley in, in, the, in the union. It's weird because it's, it always feels like it's raining in the alley but you're not really sure how because you, you could have sworn you're still indoors and it's snowing outside but yeah no it's pretty weird you have to walk down this dark alley kind of wet as if it just finished raining uh and then at like you know, it's like 30 feet you walk down this alley between two buildings that are making a lot of noise that wouldn't sound like they're the union it kind of sound more like bars or like an, a pet store but anyway so you walk down the alley there she is <laughs> at the end of the alley looking very is she batman <laughs> is this god you are describing <laughs> gotham right now go down a dark alley she's standing there with a cigarette in her mouth going i didn't you say it for the mail yeah no um yeah yeah i mean she's she's been nice to me i've heard i've heard that um uh people who don't kind of respect the help desk system um she knows yeah she she won't do anything but but mm. things will be done you know it's kind of like you know she won't she she won't do anything. Won't be nothing on her hands. <laughs> but um, let, let's just say you probably want to go somewhere else to get your mail after that. Yeah. Or just treat it with respect. Just yeah, respect the yeah, desk. Yeah, exactly. So you, you, know, you walk upstairs. You walk down the weird alley in the union. You walk to her desk. She hands you the mail. And you leave. And you go get some lunch. And then you go back to the station. Look at that. You got a routine. Now, are you usually the the runner to go get the mail? Or does it switch? Do people just go constantly? You know, man... I, I love it, you know. I tell you, I love getting the mail. Um, if I if I come to my desk in my office and there isn't mail on the desk, you I will tell seek you, it. you, you know that the door to WMEB is yes. a far ways away from my office. But I tell you, I run back to that door before it's closed. I'm so excited to get back upstairs <laughs> to get the mail. I tell you, I run back down the hall. Door hasn't even closed yet. I'm out the door sprinting up the stairs. Just a big grin on your face. <laughs> yeah, all right, mail. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my my dog is running after me, which is weird. <laughs> I because it didn't come with me into the station, but you know, it just I'm, magically I'm, appeared. I am bolting up the stairs. It's always weirdly in slow motion, but fast. Coldplay. Um, Coldplay soundtrack. <laughs> there's there's never been a time that I haven't sprinted up the stairs that the same the same guy carrying a cup of soup I have knocked into him rounding a corner <laughs> to that happens every day. Every day I he run like looks to at get the watch mail. and he sees you. He's like, yeah, it's that time. I mean, yeah, there was a, there was one time where the look on his face. I was like, I was a little late getting to my office, so the look on his face was that he's like, this dude's not gonna hit me today, you know. I, I got there extra I come soup. Sprinting around the corner in slow motion, but also too fast. Bump into him, soup on his chest again. The dude needs to get a top for his soup cup. They provide them, you know you. <laughs> yeah, you would he think. makes the mistake. I mean, it's on him at that point. <laughs> I mean, sure, He's you could say that like the soup cup top wouldn't hold the soup in if I ran into somebody. Mm-hmm. But that's just splitting hairs at that point. You know, that's a precaution <laughs> that you got to take. <laughs> Regardless, I run up the stairs, run to the union, I get the mail, I'm back down to my office and I I listen to it. It's music. I get CDs in the mail. Look at that. And CDs are still going strong. I'm one of those guys that still gets CDs. Well, good for you. Even though I have Spotify. <laughs> it's it's the feeling, it's the thought that counts. Yeah, no, I mean like even the even the music the promotional industry which is the the they're kind of the mediators between artists and us. Yeah. But they send us the music. They I mean they they I think they're trying to they're trying to push to digital only. They send like a lot of stuff digitally, but I mean, they still send us, like, you know, it's a lot of CDs. You know, we get yeah. probably five CDs a day. Maybe. I saw that. St- I've seen those stacks yeah, in Yeah, we office. don't talk about those. I, <laughs> there's enough music in there to, to freaking There's, build, no, build there's enough music there to start your own promotion. Like <laughs> Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> there's you, so you much make a there. good point. People could start coming to me. Yeah. And I would be pushing this music along. Yeah. And, I mean, the library itself is a very sort of a big room. So many shelves. You guys put in new shelves a couple years ago. That's in, like, the living room, (laughs) essentially. Yeah, so, like, the CDs that are too old for for the booth where the the DJs are, they go in our special library room. Mm. Um, And recently the library room got too big. Uh, Well, the room didn't get too big. Uh, The (laughs) amount of CDs got... The content got too uh, big. Got too large. Um, (laughs) So we had to... We had to extend. We had to put some shelves in our uh, our radio station lobby. Yeah. yeah. Which is easy access now, in some case. Yeah, to the section like A through C, I think. And you got flash drives hanging off. It says like jazz, pop, stuff like that. There's always like flash, you know, those magnetic yeah, ones. I don't, I don't I know what those actually do. But I don't um, wanted to look because it said Alex, and I was like, Cobra? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone in the Alex. MVP? Me, the MVP of WMEB. They spelled the MVP wrong. Unofficial, official spokesperson of WMEB. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Right. For me. Hmm. And then I look it up, and it's just pictures of like Alex. Uh, what's his name? Alex Trebek. Right. Hope that homie. Hope that homie is surviving his treatment. Right. Yeah. Stage four. Um, yeah. Cancer. Oof. That hit. Like I didn't. I don't watch a lot of Jeopardy, but I know of Trebek. And when I saw that, I was like, "Damn, stage four, my homie don't need that. He really don't. I hope he gets her." But yes, 
I, I just saw out, and then I realized it was, like, spelled in a weird way, and then it just, I look at the back of it, and it's, like, uh, pop, question mark? So, who knows what it is. It's probably someone else's flash drive, and they just forgot who. You know, yeah, like, and be careful. Yeah, because, hey, you wouldn't, maybe it's all my shows secretly being recorded, and you yeah. guys are making money off it, selling all my shows around, and I'm not getting a single That's cent. That's definitely not happening. <laughs> MVP. Has no, Noah tightens his tie a little bit. Uh, sweat beads down. You're definitely going down the wrong hole on that one. Make sure you do your show though. You got to You get a call. Yeah, no, he knows. He knows. He knows. Click. Yeah, the the camera cuts to my hand like reaching for my pocket, <laughs> and then he, and then you're just like, oh, that's totally not happening. I take my hand out of my pocket. <laughs> what is it like? A, a shiv in there? What the hell? A toothbrush. Um, <laughs> a, a toothbrush has been whittled down to use as a knife. Let's just say. Uh. <laughs> but uh, so when we talk about uh, indie music, I mean, like I s- said, where I come from, I'm not really into uh, specific genres. Like I can't do like death metal and, you know, just uber loud music. Cause, and it's not like a creative thing. It's just, you know, you bully. You don't want to be going, huh? What? To someone that's like two feet in front of me. I don't want to go deaf, essentially. Sure. So. Yeah. But also the content, like the creativity behind it's like, eh, I just don't see myself listening to an hour of music where someone's just screaming at the top of their lungs. Yeah. So. But, excuse me, I'm going to get to my point. Oh my gosh, can you stop yawning? (laughs) Let him talk. Um, He, uh, lo-fi, like hip hop. Lo-fi beats, twenty-four-seven lo-fi beats to study slash chill to. Yeah, god tier level, right there. I'm so I'm confused about the trajectory, uh, that um of what I'm asking. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you uh you went from I don't know. <laughs> what I meant to say is like, I. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Listening to you know growing up on soul and rap, R and B, jazz genres of, as that such. Lo-fi was a completely new, different genre that, I, or at least subgenre, of stuff that I didn't know about until like last spring, uh, when I was just going online. I was like live radio, and it said twenty-four-seven lo-fi beats. I'm like lo-fi, what's that? <laughs> Clicked on it, and I was like, wow, hmm. they sample like one, a couple songs have like Biggie Smalls on it. I'm like, damn, yeah, this is tight yeah. AF. Yeah, I mean lo-fi. I'm a, I'm a fan of the the lo-fi, the YouTube channels. Um, yeah, Chilled Cow. Yeah, yeah. The um, I listen to that constantly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting the way that uh, the lo-fi hip hop beats kind of movement has come about, but it's also come about uh, through YouTube as a main platform. It's interesting the way. Uh, I think it's because YouTube. It's one of the few places that offers a um, a twenty four or like a live, yeah. But like also like something that you can stream like nonstop. So that that's what kind of facilitates that a uh, that twenty four seven chill hip hop beats to study to. And the YouTube aspect also makes it a community sort of because you're watching a video with other people who are also watching the video. There's a <laughs> comment section. Oh my god, I hate the chat. Sure, yeah, but you know people they're tuning in chatting you know plenty of people aren't chatting plenty of people are just studying you know that's what it says you know (laughs) it's interesting that the lo-fi chill hip-hop beats to study two channels they're live they're 24 7 they're 
they're playing lots of good stuff. They're, you know, they're playing a lot of new stuff. But you know, <laughs> like most of the people are there to study. You know, the most and like also in the title they say chill beats to study to, chill beats to relax to, sleep. You know, they give directions. I mean, you show up. You got it all. You got it all handed to you, really. You got a community. You got nonstop music, and you know exactly what you're doing when you're putting it on. Right. You're right. you're chilling. You're relaxing. You're sleeping. You're video gaming. You know, th- I mean, you could you could say that they're all uh, like oh. kind of cut from the same cloth, right, right? But like, you know, I mean, there's a vibe that they're going for, and they're they're setting the mood. And then you look at the chat. They're creating a place, sure. No, I stupid. I look at the chat. You know, I watch it go by. You know, but like, I wonder if people have like made connections in the chat. I wonder if there's a social sphere going on in the chat. Maybe most of it BS. But you know, know, what about the people who make friends in the YouTube lo-fi live twenty-four-seven streaming? What if they make friends in the chat group there? What if people are having conversations? You know, I I I dream of a world where I can hear about those friendships. I I want to hear about those connections being made. And people probably don't know each other. They yes. probably won't interact very much again. But all right, and here here's my point that I'm driving home. Yes. They may not know each other. They may never see each other in person. They may never know each other again. But when they're in that that YouTube 24/7 live chill lo-fi <laughs> hip-hop beats to study to with that little with little red square that says live, they can pretend that they can be in that chat forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They that went from a, a Louis <laughs> C.K. bit to a Martin Luther King speech to like a Jerry Seinfeld bit. Sure. All in one. But you made some really good points because, like I said, bringing up the chat, I've looked at it. Right. I've commented a few things, just like you know, <laughs> being an idiot or stuff. But right. most of it, this is how I summarize it. Right. First and foremost. A lot of people are from different countries, so I see a lot of different languages in there. Sure. I've yeah. seen Mandarin. I've seen Arabic. I've seen, uh, I think, a form of Ch- another form of Chinese. I forget. Well, yeah. I mean, within Chinese, there's simplified Chinese. And then uh, Mandarin. Yeah, there's also the Cantonese. Cantonese, well. yeah. Um, there's so much there. I'm like, what the hell? I translated one someone's like chat comment before right. it disappeared in the stratosphere because... You look at the. I wonder if that stream ever ends. I wonder the chat replays. That has to be over a billion, maybe trillion messages people have sent. Yeah. yeah Good maybe. lord. And <laughs> I translated this one guy's. Uh, the t- pe- a lot of a, a couple of the people in the chat were commenting about like, um, like oh what's everyone like doing homework wise? Oh I got finals. I got this and that. This guy random, sends it in it, uh, Google Translate. It translated from Mandarin Chinese, and it was like, uh, my cat, honey, uh, honey syrup, uh, laid. <laughs> my cat honey syrup laid. Yeah. Dude. So I was like, so your cat <laughs> laid on some honey syrup? And I was like, what the fuck? And everyone started commenting like, Did this guy just say what I think he said. And I said, <laughs> you know, so and so just said my cat honey syrup laid, and there and it just went on and on about what the fuck is this guy's problem? What the hell is this? And he kept like putting in like other messages, and we kept translating it and all. It's the weirdest thing. Um, so that chat really fucks me up. But a lot of these lo-fi channels, uh, mm-hmm. there's Chilled Cow, which I like. I love Chilled Cow, especially Big the, because like the stream itself has for those who don't listen who haven't experienced this wonderful 
yeah. World of Lo-Fi. If you haven't, you know, do it. Um, they have, you know, live stream of, like, the music and, like, whatever's on the thumbnail. Like, uh, Chilled Cow has a, a girl doing homework with a cat on the windowsill. During the day, it's light out. And then at night, it changes to a uh, night rain. Dude, I love that. I Yeah. I, the way... How do they know whether it's nighttime or daytime? It has but, to like, be a weird, like, eight-hour thing. Sure, yeah. Um, because from what I've seen, so when I was this past winter, I found out that this channel has a Discord. And I usually use Discord for Dungeons & Dragons and stuff, uh, like, online stuff. Mm-hmm. But I joined the Chilled Cow <laughs> Lo-Fi Beats Discord. It's the same people that do the <laughs> chat. So that's right. how they make their social connections because they can talk DM, you know, direct messaging. They can friend each other. They can exchange social media. So I would also like to see how this brings communities together because a lot of these kids, a lot of these kids that listen to it are an- watch anime, uh, want to move to Japan or want to just be involved with sure. Japanese culture. Uh, they are in the, you know, stereotype world. There are the kids in the back. Or they're the kids in the front that do the homework, but everyone ridicules them. Sure. You know, like, stuff like that. I'm not trying to insult anyone like that or anything. Right. Um, But I can just tell, like, wow, this is, you know, great that music is bringing those people together. Yeah. Even though most of the time people are like, yo, I just Naruto'd that exam. Like, what? Yeah. What the fuck? People testing out emojis and whatnot. And just sending, like, random, like, a lot of them are bots. Sure, yeah. Plenty of A lot of them are bots. Someone promoted, uh, a, a, uh, I think it was like a sexual cam, like a cam show yeah. in the middle of one. I was like, what the hell is Yeah, this? yeah, the, plenty of it, you know, probably gets pretty you know, dark corners of the internet. Yeah. I wonder, like, so I the latest I've listened to Lo-Fi Beats on YouTube sure. has been about maybe 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm. I look at the chat then, I wonder what goes on between two... And five. Well, you say that, but, you know, what about the parts of the world that it's just like the afternoon, you know? It's yeah. If they're just, it's just their norm, what we go through. Right. So I know that chat never dies. Sure. It's always updating stuff. But my money, my cat, Honey Syrup League, I'll never forget right. that. <laughs> yeah. Never cryptic. forget that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, you, you'd mentioned the, the, the thumbnail and the YouTube videos for these lo-fi beat um, live streams, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they're just like they're just like a, I guess a repeating a GIF of sorts. Yeah, I I, um, I think so. Uh, most of the time, it's a a GIF or yeah, it interesting. Something. They're um they're like they're like drawings that just like repeat studying. Yeah, I think from what I can tell. Uh, also, by the way, the chilled cow stream has been going since August of twenty eighteen. And the last time it was updated was, like, two weeks ago. Hmm. Insane. Right. Um, And I I think it is either a GIF or, from what I saw in the chat, a lot of people were like, how does it... I remember, like, I was just thinking it, and someone asked in the chat, like, how does this, like, thing work out? Apparently, it's... Since it's a stream, it's, like, a video itself, but it's on an endless, like, someone, like, copied it so it goes the entire time. And they'll uh, sometimes they'll update the drawings. Uh, one time I saw one, there was a few books on a shelf, and now it's like just a bunch of figures. Hmm. 
like stick figure stuff. So I was like, hmm, interessante. Yeah. I don't know why, but uh, I want to say it's a GIF. I want to say it's that, but from what this one person was talking about, they kept like talking, like someone was arguing, not like arguing, but kept asking questions and they brought it up. So I was like, hmm, maybe it's one of the admins because they have admins on these chats. Yeah. And they get paid for it. I looked in the Discord. I was like, wow, I could apply to be an admin of this Discord. Like, what? Would that just mean you sit and moderate and make sure? Yeah, I could, like, report. Moderate. I could just report kids right. just to be a yeah. dick. Yeah, this kid just said, hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> report. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, dude. <laughs> uh, but, yes, but Lo-Fi Beats, it's an interesting world. It is, yeah. But I love it because, like, I've been through some shit in Lo-Fi Beats. I actually, most of my second mixtape, yeah, shamelessly plugging my mixtape. <laughs> had some lo-fi-esque beats. Sure. Um, which I think spawned from, like, for me, I saw, I see a lot of lo-fi beats spawn from, like, Frank Ocean, um, a little bit of Odd Future. Not so much Tyler. Uh, I think a lot of beats inspired, were inspired by Flower Boy uh, from Tyler the Creator, but uh, a lot of it is just refurbished jazz songs and someone just adding snare and a hi-hat to it. Yeah, yeah. They're usually, and they're only like a minute long. <laughs> yeah, they just take a, a little sample of a of a jazz lick, uh, of a piano, a couple of like, maybe like a bar or two of of like a, a, a couple notes. You know, maybe you, maybe you slow it down a little bit. Uh, yeah, you really just loop it and then you throw in your percussion. Uh, and you do that effect on the on the kick drum where it mm-hmm. like it when the uh, when the kick drum hits in the uh, in the EQ it like kind of isolates the kick so that it, the kick sounds a lot louder because it like cuts through everything. And Interesting. It, yeah, if you listen to it, you could probably notice it. I know there's a name for that effect, but yeah, a lot of lo-fi beats kind of have a similar production style. It is lo-fi, so right, there right. there's plenty of lo-fi sound. But <laughs> yeah. I think I think the lo-fi sound stems in part from the the jazz sampling. You know, I mean, if you if you rip a sample from like a record or something like a physical vinyl, yeah, um, you know, you'll get some lo-fi, especially if the record's like fifty years old or something. And yeah, sure, like a lot of them. Yeah, I remember because Chet Baker is one of my favorite jazz artists, mm. and his stuff has been sampled a lot in lo-fi. Yeah. And I looked up uh, like Chet Baker lo-fi, and someone wrote like a blog post that has gotten a lot of views about how Chet Baker's music actually has rejuvenated the lo-fi mm. beats. And I'm like, wow, this is actually cool. My boy Chet getting some recognition. Yeah. Um, but the first lo-fi song that became popular was uh, a mixture of uh, Johnny Mathis's Misty song, which has a lot of plays. There's a movie with Clint Eastwood called Play Misty For Me. It's some fucked up psychological thriller. Um, mm. And so that song, basically, a lot of people, I looked at the comments of the like the actual video it's like this is what started the whole lo-fi craze i can't take it anymore it sucks i'm like all right well <laughs> calm down um but enough about lo-fi i i feel like if i talk too much about lo-fi i'll probably bore myself <laughs> of not listening anymore even though i'm the one that kills a meme or something like that um but back to jams and jellies just for a couple minutes um when you first started doing at least friday night frenzy um what were some of the like Benefactors that helped you. Like, what really inspired you to? I should have asked this before. What really inspired, you know, your taste or what that urge was to be a DJ? Sure. Um, yeah, I was, uh, you know, pretty into music in high school. I guess uh, I had a couple like kind of uh, really 
um, into music listening friends that kind of like uh, we kind of challenged each other sort of or it was just kind of a, it was a, a friendship founded on like finding lots of mu- new music all the time so mm-hmm. uh, I knew going to college um, I uh, I stopped by at one of the um, the visit visit the Tables, college yeah. days or whatever and I stopped by the WMB table and I mean, like, I had pretty much had a pretty, like, mediocre visit or whatever. I mean, it was, like, all right. I was, like, yeah, college seems right. Yeah. Um, but I, like, stopped at the table, and I was, like, this is, like, the exact thing I'm looking for. Uh, and then, like, in terms of making my show after that, I mean, uh, I had no idea what the radio station kind of, what their uh, thing, what their kind of genre of focus was before I got to college. So I... S- I kind of tried to figure that out for myself, sort of, or kind of plan, I guess. But then when I got a show, um, I was pretty into uh, indie rock and indie umbrella type stuff. And um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, got here and I was pretty immediately pretty excited uh, with the music that like they were getting here a lot. And I kind of felt like I had entered into a community where like a lot of people listen to the same music, and it was kind of music I wanted to listen to so I spent a lot of time like downloading music here from the CDs Mm. burning them on my computer I would burn like you know 10 albums yeah I did the same thing yeah um yeah so then I uh in doing that you know most of it is like indie music here so I kind of um just kind of went went all in and then went all in and in the indie genre so that's kind of how I kind of flourished that kind of indie excuse me yeah yeah that's pretty much nice yeah you know, I liked indie and then I came here and they liked indie so good mash feedback loop of indie yeah hey no, all power to you <laughs> and especially in like you know if you're you're going to college I mean if you're just going to class and you have a roommate and you're just hanging around you need that extracurricular uh, but it's also an opportunity. I've always told people who want to apply here, like, it's not, you know, it's not tough to play music. Right. Just follow the guidelines that's set in front of you. True. Make something of what you want this project to be for you, this, you know, this show. A lot of good will come out of it, and I still live by that. And I also did the same thing because I didn't have Spotify. I only had, like, iTunes, so I would be the kid that would actually, like, borrow friend's CDs just to burn the songs <laughs> to my computer. Yeah. And I would do that here. I remember uh, Jack... Uh, would let me go into the to the library and just grab a few CDs because um, I was just constantly playing like the same like Motown, Oldie Soul stuff like that. When I could have been at least expanding my knowledge just a little bit more. Right. There's an album uh, I remember it specifically uh, by Austin Basham, and it's like a four just a four song EP. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it from the CD onto the computer, and I remember like listening to the first couple, like the first two songs, and then when I listened to the last two, I was like, "That's it. That was great. That's wonderful." Because it's just a nice, sultry, you know, guitar and a guy singing, and uh, I thought it was nice, so I I played them as much as I could, but <laughs> I didn't want to outplay them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just playing music in general, I think it's kind of therapeutic for me, at least. I don't know. Could you sort yeah, of say the yeah. same thing? Um. Yeah, I would say there's a certainly an aspect of uh, doing a show uh, that, um, you know, being like a college station, you know, we're not like professional DJs or anything. I mean, like, 
but I mean the the experience is really about the DJs you know I mean like I I do the show because you know I like it and I play the music I want to play and you know for that two hours you know I'm in I'm in complete control of the ox cord so to speak and yeah um, <laughs> yeah you know and except you're not driving <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> but um yeah you know you can just sit in there by yourself you've created a two-hour show and you know you're kind of just sitting there the room <laughs> is you know you're just sitting in that you know it's not super well lit room <laughs> in the basement of the union and you just kind of you kind of you know focus all your energy on that for two hours and you know you talk maybe a little bit i never know what to talk about but i just <laughs> i just go off the dome i always talk about the weather i'll I do don't. voices yeah it's like a dad thing yeah you know it's sunny out today i hope everyone's yeah. having a good night yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's kind of chilly. Bring a sweatshirt tonight if you're going to the ball game. Yeah, it's usually like pretty like, um, I don't know, it's pretty rough weather estimates. Like I'm not <laughs> even like, you know, there's a Call eight your mile answer. wind you know, <laughs> coming out of the northeast. Um, there's a cold front, uh, the high pressure system moving in. But no, I'm just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was warm today. I can't really remember remember anything <laughs> it'd be great though like you have a contest you're like all right whoever guesses the lowest the, what the low tomorrow is you get to ask one free request <laughs> go right ahead dude uh, yeah not <laughs> enough weather games yeah um, we should we should be doing it is the sun a great game is the sun going to come out or not just wake up in the morning whoever guesses the right answer fingers crossed boom and then you just give them you know a couple of uh, wmb stickers and they're good <laughs> so, mail um, it to them. <laughs> yeah, but like the independent, like aspect of it is the best part because I listen to you know the big top forty or mainstream radios back home in Boston, and you know I can understand like that's a job and people have had experience, but some of these DJs absolutely like they don't have that presence. I feel like the I was talked about this with uh, Sky on our very first episode here about how the DJ art form has kind of died. Because huh. I was, I, I remember listening to, like, YouTube videos of, like, Wolfman Jack from California. Remember? No. If you, he was, like, America's DJ because he had a distinct sound. You played a lot of rock and soul. It's the Wolfman. Mm. Wolfman Jack. And right. Whatever he did, you know, a lot of people, like, he had his own, like, he was on American Bandstand a few times. He was in the American Graffiti movie with Harrison Ford and sure. Ron uh, Howard and stuff. So uh, I just feel like the DJ art form kind of died because now everyone is just sort of talk show stuff. Yeah. It sucks. So I'm glad I'm here because the only breaks I take, you know, are only to do the promo, TOH, the PSA, sure. and the show mention. Boom. Yeah. I mean, it's not 31 minutes of ads. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I. Um, there was plenty of radio I would listen to growing up. I listened to the, I'm from Connecticut, so mm -hmm. I listened to Connecticut's Alternative on the way to school every morning. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they always did some sort of quiz, and I always, <laughs> I always tried to answer it. I always was in the car between 7 and 7.30, and they always had a question between 7 and 7.30. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, I'm interested in the way that uh, radio is evolving. I think, you know, um, you know, there, I guess I don't listen to enough um, 
Well, I, do, I listen to some radio plenty, and that, but I mean, yeah, I I'm interested. You know, I mean, there's radio like KEXP in Seattle that's um, got got up up to date indie on on blast. Um, lately, I've been listening a lot more to online radio. Um, mm-hmm. There's some really interesting um, uh, radio stations that play the the, the deepest cuts, uh, um, and they like being like an online radio they the djs can be uh, in any number of places across the globe i mean um there's one out of i forget where it's out of it's called nts i think it's out of london um mm. but the djs broadcast from los angeles they broadcast from new york um that's cool yeah. and and they, they have two shows going on all at the same time so you can listen to one or the other um and like radios like that i mean like those kind of revive my interest in putting putting my musical faith ears well i guess putting my ears putting faith in in, in other dj's hands you know they yeah. they kind of revitalize my interest in in radio in being able to listen to someone else uh who can who can play music i didn't know i liked you know and uh that keeps me real interested and so you know things like that um online radio because like plenty of it is ad free and um they just play like weirdest stuff whether it's like <laughs> you know african funk vinyl that maybe they did a ton of traveling and were playing the weirdest records or they're playing jazz from today or techno that you know people are recording in their basement or whatnot and <laughs> yeah there's like soundcloud people yeah. and stuff yeah yeah i mean it, it's i i'm uh that could be one aspect of a, a kind of a, you know, uh, in a farther reaching, you know, um, internet or global thing like that. At least people are, are getting more access to uh, information. You know, people are maybe finding more music, you know, um, than they could have before. Um, I'm not sure, but I, I'm, uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of places I could go to yeah. find music I didn't know I liked. Yeah, there's, um, like, brought up, you know, every, from 7 to 7.30, there's always a question that you tried to right, yeah. try answer. Uh, Jammin' 94.5 down <laughs> in Boston, they, at, like, they always did, it was, like, 6.45, 7.45, and, like, 8.45 every morning. Uh, the 7.45 and the 8.45 would just be a repeat of the 6.45, mm. uh, but it was called, it's called the Scam Jam, or the Jam Scam, <laughs> and it was, like, a prank call, essentially. Yeah that someone had asked for the station to do on this other person. And then after, like, these people would get heated yeah. getting called and then finally be like, whoa, whoa, whoa relax, relax. This is Jam 94.5. <laughs> you just yeah. got scammed. And they would be like, oh, my God, you fucking... Or, you yeah. know, they bleeped it out. Like, you bleeping ass, all yeah. bleep, you know. <laughs> it was the coolest thing. Like, my mom, who listens to country and is not into that, she would actually be like, I want to listen to the jam scam. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Christ. Dude, yeah. There All was, right, Ma. <laughs> there were, uh, one of the biggest uh, pop pop radios in Connecticut, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was 90, 95.7. Um, yeah, I, what's, sorry, I've been to Mystic a few times, yeah. so I know of like six of the stations because we'd yeah. just be jamming to them. Yeah, so, like, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that one. Um, they would do a, the War of the Roses. Yeah, 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 yeah. I listened to that. Funniest yeah. show ever, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, they would, um, the two DJs, um, they'd be like, they'd get a call from a person who'd be like, I think my partner's cheating, cheating on me. me. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, welcome to the War of the Roses. Uh, 
And then they'd get the phone number and they'd call the partner and they'd be like, hey, congratulations here at dot, 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 floral, floral or something. And uh, we have a free flowers for you. And they're like, oh, nice, cool. And then the radio people would be like, so who do you, who do you want us to make the card out to? And they'll be like, oh, uh, a Sherry. And like, and then the uh, and then the the other spouse on Who would called. be on the line, and they'd be like, "What the hell? Who's Sherry?" or something like that. And like, they'd be like, "What's going on?" And like, they're like, "You're on the War of the Roses." <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys just ruined my relationship. <laughs> yeah, there was one that I listened to. It was, it was Dead Summer, like July. My friend and I. He has a house down in um, the Mystic area, mm-hmm. uh, which is like the bougiest of places down there. But then again, Connecticut. Like, and then I get to some parts of Connecticut, I'm like, where am I? Yeah, it uh, has some of the highest uh, wealth and equality. Yeah, it's like, uh, the, it's like the new port of Connecticut. <laughs> uh, but no, so yeah, we'll be, we're on the highway just getting into Connecticut, and we could get 95.7 coming on, and I'm like, oh, wow, what the hell's happening here? War of the Roses coming on. Yeah. What's going on? And like, I know for a fact that sometimes when, if it's cloudy, I think 94.7, 95.7 I think uh it's sort of the the like it dies down a little like we'd have to turn it up even louder because I don't know the frequency how far that frequency yeah, goes but I mean we could hear it clear as day on some good days and this uh this gentleman had called I think his name was Joe sure this is like four or five years ago <laughs> I, I remember it vividly because it was the most I've laughed in a car that we had to pull over because we were laughing so hard on the highway yeah uh, so uh <laughs> He had called. He said, yes, you know, I, I could tell he's like this, you know, hotshot businessman. Like, yeah. Uh, so I just got, uh, you know, I was done uh, taking care of a client. I got home and my girl was uh, not dressed up for our dinner date, huh. even though she said she was getting ready. Huh. So he like went into this whole obscure thing. Like, yeah. obviously, if, like that first sentence, I was like, all right, maybe she just isn't cheating on you. Sure. I don't think so. Well, they said, all right, well, we'll give it a shot. And they called, and he's waiting there. And he would cough. So I'm like, dude, you're blowing your cover. Like, <laughs> mute yourself. You have an iPhone probably. What the fuck? Uh, so finally, uh, they were like, all right, we couldn't reach her, but we'll try again. But next time, like, just you got to stop coughing. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. So they finally got him to shut up because he was starting to get, like, teary-eyed because he's like, She's not at work. She's at home. Why isn't she answering the phone? And, like, he was getting, like, hyper... He was hyperventilating. Yeah. Uh, so they call again. She goes, hello. And they're like, hi. The whole routine, like, you got free flowers. Who'd you like to make them out to? She goes, oh, yes. Kyle. And Joe, who kept this cool, he's like, hmm. He, he didn't say anything. They said, oh, awesome. And who's he? And she goes, he's my brother. And they said, oh, okay. Can you stay on the line? So they, like, put her on hold. Uh, I think, but, you know, because it wasn't like, you, you know, because they were like, Joe, you didn't tell us, you know, you didn't say anything, you didn't interrupt. Until he goes, yeah, Kyle is her brother, but keep going. Like, he just, like, just keep going. So they said, all right. They they put both back on the phone, and they're like, all right, cool. And uh, who is this, Ky- you know, Kyle, your brother, okay? And uh, where does he live? Uh, he lives at dot, dot, you know, whatever. And he goes... Finally, Joe interrupted. Your brother lives in Newport, Rhode Island. And she goes, what the hell? Joe, what are you doing on this stage? And, and they got into this whole thing. Finally, it turned out to be true. She was cheating on this guy named, oh. named Kyle. 
which is kind of weird. Um, mm. And Joe hung up. I get you could everyone could tell this guy was like losing his mind because you know he was this girl cheated on him. Uh, and so War of the Road, they ended very abruptly to the point where there was like four or five seconds of dead silence, and then like a progressive insurance ad came on. I was like, damn, they did Joe dirty. Oof. Damn, I really... And then I never got the... Remember, I don't know if they said the girl's name because mm. it was just... It was such a fast conversation, but it was so... I'm like, damn, this War of the Roses is insane. Because then they have... You know, the part that made us had to, like, pull over was one of the guys that does... What's his name? Do you know one of the guys in War of the Roses? I'm trying to remember his name. He's, no. been, he's been there for years, as a matter of fact. Uh, he goes in and says, why would you date a guy named Kyle? It's the weirdest thing. Your sibling's name. Ew. And like this whole thing. Sure. They were just drumming up all this. Yeah. That's what had made us pull over because of the tone that guy brought it up in. But uh, yeah, War of the Roses. I uh, I really hope I could find some YouTube stuff if they like recorded it and kept it <laughs> kept it up there because that was good stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, DJs. I mean, no disrespect to any DJs. I mean, some of these people are like 50 years old. There's one guy who is in our is one of the main DJs of uh, Kiss One Await down in Boston. He's in his 40s or 50s, and he's talking about 20 year old shit. Hmm. He's like, uh, "Yeah, Ariana Grande." Like this is right when Ariana Ariana yeah. broke up with Pete Davidson. Yeah. Ariana and Pete split. How bougie is this breakup gonna be? I'm like, don't say bougie, <laughs> Billy. What the hell's the matter with you? You're 52 years old. Get a life. Right. Um, just bring in some new people. I can't take it anymore. That's why I yeah. stopped listening to that. Like, but. is he really, is he really bringing it to the table? You know? Yeah. <laughs> our, our girl's like, oh, I can't wait to listen to Billy in the morning, <laughs> Maddie in the morning. Oh, you know, some stupid shit like that. <laughs> but uh, there, there's another station that I kind of found called 97.7, mm. all R&B and soul. Mm. And what's kind of cool, I mean, I'm not into gospel or uh, religious music, as much as when I was in high school. Yeah. Every Sunday from like 6 a.m. to about 1 p.m., they play just straight gospel yeah. and uplifting music. I'm like, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. You know, Sunday mornings. I mean, you could play anything on Sunday mornings, but to dedicate to that, especially in an era where diversity is key to a lot of things, you mm. would think people would be like, uh, isn't that kind of being a bit discriminant? You know, like, isn't that kind of dis? discriminating against other sort of beliefs but i mean it's not like they're saying like the only station that plays this music like they're just kind of nonchalant about it um but they play their got they play r&b soul a little bit of hip-hop but not like you know lil wayne hip-hop like that one night i was coming home from my buddies he lives um like 30 minutes away from me playing D as always mm. uh and i was just driving home and a tribe called quest song came on Right. Uh, Bonita Applebaum mm. and I was like wow they're playing Tribe I love this this station is great and I just I saved it on the preset in the car <laughs> just keep that there and uh, if, you know if I'm just flipping through stations that's one of the only stations where like anytime I'm like channel like channel surfing on the radio yeah, that one's always has always has music playing it's never like stupid ads mm. so they're very they're very chill about it yeah um, but yeah just being here at the station is like a really like every time I get here I'm like it's a performance and I I hide try and hide all my personal shit from it I mean that's kind of not a good idea you kind of want to 
keep yourself centered, you sure. know, and single-wise. But for me, I when I get on air, I can be myself in a good way without – how do I put this? Without being the melling – no, that's not a good term. Without being just the sad, you know, the sad sap. I'm always sort of like I have, you know, my creative my creative side and, you know, just cracking jokes and being a dumbass. And then there's another part of me where I kind of feel like I'm, like, melancholic or something. Like, I always feel melancholy. Like, I'm always not in a depressed state, but always, like, reflecting, like, why did I do that? Why did I not buy milk in sixth grade at school? Like, why didn't I... Uh, ask so-and-so to prom when it was a clear thing that she wanted me to ask her. Like, stupid shit like that. Uh, comes into play. And that, I just leave that behind. And even, like, current shit, I'm, why am I th- reflecting like I'm 50 years old? Uh, why didn't I score in the big game? Um, I just keep that shit behind. And as soon as I get on air, I just, you know, flip a switch. And that's how we do things. Right. Uh, that's how your boy is MVP. I may have a crippling state of depression, but at least I'm pumping on music. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I do really appreciate the opportunity given. So I say this all. I say this in probably every episode. Um, but right. I'm glad that this podcast could be used in a certain aspect of people getting to know very sim, you know, similar DJs yeah. and, and such. But. Um, I appreciate you being here now. This is this has been fun. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you for having me. No problem. And uh I mean first and foremost, or to to conclude, um Scratch Records Broken Headphones, the mission statement for me the has always been uh for the DJs, by the DJs. Sort of like what you guys are hearing. It's for you, by you. Sure. Um the podcast I think gives like I was talking about that character. It gives everyone that character, or at least people who like the station can get a sense of where these DJs are coming from. Because mm. half the time, I don't even know who's the DJ. Mm. It, excuse me, it could be Robo DJ half the time. Yeah. Uh, but I always want to know the DJ at hand. Mm-hmm. So the, this has been fun, and uh, you can listen to Jams and Jellies three to five p.m. Fridays with DJ Noah. Um, we were gonna talk about jellyfish. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat them. Quick, quick blurb. Why do you why do you love jellyfish? Uh, they don't have any real organs, I guess. Uh, everything's in and out in one one uh, orifice, I guess. I think that may be octopi, though. Uh, jellyfish can live forever, I think. Um, you know, there's a. I went to a, I went to an aquarium in Canada and saw a bunch of jellyfish, and it was pretty magical. So. Always love them. Is that what that f- photo's from? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. The photo that we had that we used for our Facebook promotion. That ex- that's ex- the background of why you love jellyfish. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Fantastic. Dope. You can you can also listen to uh the franchise show with DJ Cobra Friday <laughs> 10 to midnight. Uh but Friday is a stacked day. Thank you for reminding me. I keep forgetting we have like from I think before, isn't there someone before you? Yeah, yeah, the show before me. I forget his name, but at 1 to 3, that show's quite good too. One to three, and then three to five, five to seven, seven to nine, nine to ten, ten to midnight. Boom. You got a whole day and night yeah. of music. You might as well clear your schedule. Yeah. yeah. You got a job? Quit. <laughs> you have an event to make to? Skip it. Skip it. You have a wedding? Tell her say, you don't love her. I was going to say, there's a wedding now. 
Could we do this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As you're cutting the cake, can I just do a quick promo? Um, <laughs> you can listen to Scratchy Records Broken Headphones on anchor.fm slash srbh. This is episode seven with Noah. Thank you for listening. I'm Alex Cobra. We'll see you next week.